This is the Retirement Detective Podcast, where we dive into cases with Philip Mock, chartered financial analyst and certified financial planner professional, to solve common retirement and financial planning questions. Get insight into how to solve quandaries that appear on the path to and through retirement, ideas on how to approach savings and investing for retirement, and how to plan for retirement in a tax-efficient manner. Now, here's your host and lead retirement detective, Philip Mock. Hi, everyone. It's Philip Mock with the Retirement Detective Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to talk about mortgages, specifically mortgage rates. As of this recording, the 30-year U.S. mortgage rate for a fixed loan is approximately 8%, the highest it's been in quite some time. So today we'll talk about the impact that that has both on the markets, but also on consumers as they consider buying homes in today's episode. About three years ago, a borrower in the United States that had high credit could get a 30-year fixed mortgage for around 3% interest and a 15-year fixed mortgage for something starting with a 2 a fixed mortgage is uh, means that the rate is fixed. So the rate does not go up and down. Whatever rate you lock in at the time you initiate the mortgage is the rate that you would have for the full term unless you decided to go to the bank and refinance. But absent that, this is the rate you'd have the whole time. This is in contrast to what's called a floating rate mortgage where the rate is tied to a market interest rate that goes up and down and therefore your mortgage rate can go up and down. In some cases, this can save borrowers money, but in other cases, it can cost them more. Today, we'll be mainly talking about fixed rate mortgages. Considering that rates in the market have gone up so dramatically, the mortgage rates have gone up dramatically as well. When the Fed changes rates, they do not necessarily directly impact mortgage rates, but the rates that the Fed changes impact the markets, which impacts mortgage rates. So it's sort of a second tier impact, not a direct impact. When the Fed raises rates, quote, they raise rates, they do that to the Fed funds rate, which is a rate that banks use to borrow from each other overnight. But that has other trickle-down impacts and ultimately impacts the fixed income markets broadly. One rate in particular that seems to historically be pretty tied to the U.S. mortgage rate for a 30-year note is the 10-year U.S. Treasury. At the moment, 30-year fixed mortgage rates are at about 8%, which considering where we were just three, three and a half years ago, is a pretty dramatic difference. So I wanted to talk today about what that can mean for you buying a home potentially. And it doesn't take a rocket scientist to know that it's going to make borrowing for a home more expensive, but I wanted to put some numbers around it to help you consider the long-term impact of that. This is coming from a discussion that I had with a friend recently who's home shopping, and they told me, well, rates have gone up, but it doesn't make that much difference for my payment amount, so I'm not that worried about it. And that got my financial planning radar going boop, 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 because that's unfortunately wrong. There is quite a bit of difference, and I'll walk you through that today. So for today's example, we're going to assume that we're wanting to borrow $500,000. Now, the amount of the home 
is inconsequential because that could mean you are buying a $600,000 home and borrowing 500, or it could mean you're borrowing, buying a million dollar home and borrowing 500. But for the example, we're gonna just talk about what we're borrowing because that's what the mortgage is based on. Let's look at an example here. Let's say in an 8% environment, a $500,000 borrow amount, and for this purpose, we're going to exclude the costs of insurance and property tax, which would normally be a part of your mortgage payment. We're going to exclude that and just talk about the loan part. If you were to borrow $500,000 for 30 years at 8% interest, your mortgage payment, just the principal and interest part, would be about $3,668. Now, if rates were actually 5% for those same figures, $500,000, 30 years, then your mortgage payment would be $2,684, approximately $1,000 different. Now, for someone that is in the market for a fairly valuable home, $500,000 and up, $1,000 a month may not actually be that consequential of a difference. But over the long term, it is a pretty dramatic difference. Consider this, a $500,000 borrowed amount for 30 years at 5% means you would pay total interest costs of $466,330. And that's just interest. So you also have to pay back the 500,000 that you borrowed, which means the total amount that you would have paid back is $966,330. That's at 5%. At 8%, those same figures would mean that you paid interest in total of $821,000 and the total cost of the loan over time is approximately $1,321,000. That's a tremendous difference. That's a difference of approximately $360,000 in total interest paid. So that also means that at 8%, the total amount that you're paying back, the principal plus the interest, is double the amount that you borrowed, more than double, because the amount of interest that you're paying is actually more than the principal amount that you borrowed at 821,000 versus 500,000. For many people, they'll respond to that by saying, well, I don't intend to stay in this home for 30 years, and I would argue that that's moot because for those people, they're probably most likely going to go get another mortgage somewhere else and the process will somewhat repeat. Now, if you're the type of person that can buy a home for cash, likes to buy a home for cash, then all of this is sort of moot for you other than these rate impacts are having an impact on the housing market and the prices of homes, but that's a subject for another day. So what is the consumer to do? Obviously, the mortgage in the current rate environment is much more expensive. At just the difference between 5% interest and 8% interest on a 30-year mortgage at $500,000 borrowed, that's a lifetime total for the whole 30 years of the mortgage difference of over $300,000, even though the monthly difference is only about $1,000. One thing that some borrowers will do is say, I don't care, and they'll buy the home anyway and accept the higher interest costs. And with maybe the the hope or the endeavor 
to pay off extra and pay off the home early. And that is certainly an option. Others will say, I will buy the home now and rates will come down in the future and I'll refinance. That is certainly possible. But the counter argument is that rates may not come down. We don't know. Rates are much like the stock market, very difficult to predict and no one really knows. So that's a dangerous conclusion. The safest option is probably the least pleasant and and that would be to just buy less house. So let's look at the same figures with a $400,000 note. If you bought a $400,000 mortgage at 5% for 30 years, your total interest paid is $373,000 and at 8%, it's $656,000. So by borrowing $100,000 less at 8%, you save approximately $300,000 over the life of the loan. Not only that, but your mortgage payment is a little less as well. It's about $500 less per month. At 5%, the difference isn't quite as much because we're not borrowing as much, but there's still a savings there too. But that was mainly for comparison purposes. Rates in the market as of today, in late October 2023, are hanging in around 8%. Another option to pay less interest is to do a 15-year mortgage, and some banks will even offer a 20-year mortgage. This would involve you paying more in principal each month, which pays down the loan faster and reduces the total interest that you pay over the life of the loan. I am a fan of the 15-year and the 20-year because I think that's more in alignment with how long most people tend to stay in their homes, and also you end up borrowing less, and usually you get a little better interest rate than the 30-year rate, though in the current environment that difference isn't that great, but it's usually less. The downside is that your mortgage payment on a 15-year note is significantly higher than it would be on the 30-year. So a good rule of thumb to make sure that the home that you're buying is affordable, whether or not you choose the 15-year or the 30-year, is to make sure that whatever home you buy, could you afford the 15-year note? And if you can, then you have the choice of the 30-year or the 15. If you can only afford the 30-year, it might be a little bit of a stretch. Now, in the market, this is having a considerable impact because for most buyers, they're looking at this and saying, I have two options. I can either buy this house that I've been looking at for a long time, but now it's going to cost me significantly more in terms of the mortgage, or I can buy less house. And many buyers are choosing to either buy less house or to just wait. And that is having an impact on the market. Mortgage applications are dropping significantly and are at a multi-decade low right now, according to the Mortgage Bankers Association. So what that means is that more and more buyers are saying, you know what, I decide to wait. Rates are high and I'm going to wait. Now they could have other factors too. Maybe they've had a pay cut, maybe they've lost their job, maybe they thought they were going to move and now they're not. Doesn't really matter that the driving force, in my opinion, of why mortgage applications are down is that rates in the market are going up. So one would think that home prices would be falling too, but at the moment, that really hasn't taken hold yet. And the reason is that in the US housing market, there is still a little bit of a supply and demand mismatch. While the number of people looking for homes 
has come down, the number of homes available remains rather low. And part of that is because so many people bought their home in the last three years when rates were low, that means not as many people are selling right now. And with fewer homes available, that is somewhat offsetting the impact of the higher rates and keeping home prices, at least for now, relatively stable, though in some markets they are starting to come down. Now, where do rates go from here? I certainly don't know. Where do home prices go from here? I don't know that either. But what I can tell you is that if you're in the market for a home, I would encourage you to do the math, to analyze not just how much will your monthly payment be on a 15-year mortgage, a 20-year, or a 30-year, but also consider the amount of interest that you will pay in the long run. If you buy a 30-year note, that could be an amount of interest that you're paying exceeding the amount you borrowed, as if you over double paid for the house because in our little example at 8%, with $500,000 borrowed, we were paying back over $800,000 in interest, which means we totally paid back principal plus interest about $1.3 million, double plus some the amount that we wanted to originally borrow. So these are meaningful numbers. It gets even more meaningful if let's say you decide to borrow $400,000 instead of 500, and maybe you save four or $500 a month in mortgage payment. What if you took that savings and invested it for 30 years? Now the numbers get really compelling. Not everyone will be able to do that, but it's a good case to consider when you're buying anything in the market, whether it's a mortgage or a stock or a fund, you're always going to have an opportunity cost of something you didn't do with it. So in other words, the more you borrow, the less you're able to invest. The more you invest, the less you're able to borrow. And these things sort of work against each other. But if you're smart and you decide to maybe borrow less or to wait and invest in either scenario, that investment could generate returns for you that make the math even more compelling to either borrow less or to wait. It's a tough choice because I know some families through job relocation, et cetera, have to move no matter what. And for those, it's going to be tough. Rates are high, supply is low, and that's a challenge. There's just no way around that. But for those that have an easier decision process where they have the freedom to either borrow less or to wait, or to maybe put more down on their mortgage, those are things I think you should seriously consider because the long-term impact of these high mortgage rates are pretty dramatic. That's all for today's episode. We'll see you next week. This recording strictly is for informational, educational, and entertainment purposes only and should not be considered investment advice. Opinions expressed are as of the date of recording. Such opinions are subject to change. The views and opinions of guests on this program are not necessarily those of the Retirement Detective Podcast. The Retirement Detective Podcast is not affiliated with any guest or his or her business affiliates unless otherwise stated. The Retirement Detective Podcast does not guarantee the accuracy or the completeness of the data presented herein. The Retirement Detective Podcast shall not be responsible for any trading decisions, damages, or other losses resulting from or related to the information, data analysis, or opinions or their use. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. All investments are subject to investment risk, including possible loss of principal. 
Individuals should seriously consider if an investment is suitable for them by referencing their own financial position, investment objectives, and risk profile before making any investment decisions. This podcast is not a solicitation to purchase or sell securities or a solicitation for advisory services. This podcast is not engaged in rendering legal, financial, accounting, or other professional services, and nothing in this podcast should be relied upon as rendering legal, financial, accounting, or other professional services. Philip Mock is not a detective or law enforcement officer, and any reference to such is for entertainment purposes only.